Hey everyone, this is Melissa, and I'm the talkative introvert. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome and thanks so much for checking out the pod. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and decide to keep listening. If you do, please spread the word and share it with your friends and family. So for today's episode, I will be joined by Magic Barkley. She's the host of A Magical Life podcast, where she talks about health, wealth, and weight loss. She also founded Holistic Health Holistic Natural Health in Australia, where their aim is to assist people who are dissatisfied with the current healthcare system by addressing fundamental causes, treating all 11 bodily systems, and establishing an ethical, sustainable lifestyle for long-term health. So Magic, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It's my absolute pleasure to be here. So before we get started, uh, so I already know the answer to this because we talked previously, but I have to ask for the audience, are you an introvert, extrovert, or ambivert somewhere in the middle? I'm more on the introverted side, but I do hover around the middle. I have my moments of being wild and crazy and out there, but they're quite rare. I definitely became more introverted. I think I was more like that, like in my twenty early 20s. <laughs> Okay, so for uh sorry, I had a long day today. I had a I know we're in a different time zone too, because you're in Australia and I'm in California. We are, it's lunchtime here. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. Um hopefully hopefully I didn't stop you from eating your lunch. Not at all. Okay, okay, good. Uh, okay, so I did want to ask you though, because your your podcast and you know holistic natural health it is about holistic health, and for people who probably don't know, because I I don't really know all too well what that means. So, do you mind like explaining what is exactly holistic health? Well, my brand of holistic health is looking at root cause of what made you sick and treating the whole body rather than a symptom or just one area of the body so everything happens together everything happens uh, symbiotically like in a, a relationship within your body and so I look at what triggered that relationship to go a bit sour why is it that you need help now and so I guess that's what holistic health is it's really looking at the whole body, the whole mind, the whole environment, the whole situation that you find yourself in. And so what got you into holistic health? Because I read your website and like, you know, my intro earlier, um, your, your company, I guess, is focusing on, you know, the current healthcare system and addressing fundamental causes. So what got you into it? It was my own journey with my health. So I had a number of conditions that were threatening my life quite seriously, but I had years of not being heard. So I knew something wasn't right. And the traditional medical system just wasn't giving me the answers that I craved. And it also wasn't invested in me being well. So I felt like I became a customer and a number to my doctors and obviously to the medications they prescribed. So I really wanted to go down a path where 
I could not only find answers, but I could actually heal from what was making me unwell. And I guess that's that's what got me there. You know, my own mortality was facing me head on and it wasn't something I was prepared to deal with. And so what were your, you know, experiences, like your negative experiences, if you don't mind sharing with like, you know, traditional, I don't know if you could say traditional, but, you know, the current health system. Yeah, you could say traditional. That's what we know it as now. So, look, I was dismissed. I was told everything was in my head. I was told, you know, go home, eat less, exercise more, everything will be fine. Um, you're you're attention-seeking, you're this, you're that. And I knew that wasn't the case because I just wanted to be well and have a great day every day, and that wasn't something that was able to happen. So... That was my initial experience. When I finally was heard, it was very late stage. And so, you know, I was was angry. I was like, well, I wouldn't be in this situation now if you'd listened to me when I first said something. And, okay, it was different health professionals by that stage, but I just had this resentment going on because why was I facing the things I was when... I raised the flags earlier. Not only that, but the medications that I was on. I started, you know, Googling what do these medications actually do and it really scared me. Like when you see what some of these common day-to-day medications that were all given actually do to the body and the fact that the data is all out there, I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but if a medication is supposed to do one thing for me but has 20 side effects, that's going to raise an alarm for me. So I really did start looking more into that kind of thing, and that wasn't acceptable for me. So what were the symptoms you were having that made you seek you know, uh, medical attention? Yeah, well, look, common symptoms that unfortunately could be any number of conditions if you're not looking at root cause. So in traditional medicine, let's just say, the symptoms I was feeling were brain fog, extreme fatigue, pain, random nerve pain through the body, severe headaches, uh, disrupted period was another one. Um, Almost like allergy responses, I guess you could say, and now I now know was histamine responses. There was a lot going on. I was unable to feel my hands and feet for quite a while. My hair was falling out. My vision was getting blurry. I had what seemed like a head cold that would go for six, seven weeks. Just, you know, these symptoms can be attributed to many, many conditions. But like I said, it wasn't until I started doing what I do now that I looked at the root cause and each one of those symptoms actually points to a different thing. So, you know, I would go to the doctor and they'd say, oh, it's all in your head. No, your extreme weight gain. No, it's just because you're lazy and you eat too much. And, well, that wasn't the case. I was far from lazy and, okay, I probably did eat too much and too much of the wrong things, but not to a point where I could you know, more than double my body weight. That just wasn't the case. So 
you know, my urging to any listeners today is if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. Do not be dismissed. And as an introvert, it's really easy to sit in the doctor's surgery and go, okay, you're the doctor. Okay, why am I questioning this? Should I question this? It's uncomfortable to question this. But especially as an introvert, you need to have that difficult conversation. And so that's why I started the company Holistic Natural Health Australia because introverts are more than welcome and guess what? Your intake form does all the talking for you. So by the time we actually get on a a phone call or a Zoom chat with you, wherever you are in the world, we know everything we need to know. So you're no longer in the hot seat having to say, well, hey, this happened because the form does the talking for you. I love that. I love that. It's just like all in a form. <laughs> that's so much easier. Isn't it right? And and I guess, sorry, that's another problem I found with traditional medicine. You go to your GP, your general practitioner, your local doctor, whatever you call them, and you've got five minutes to tell them everything. They don't care. And if they do, they don't have time to care. So why aren't they getting a full history? You know, why aren't they asking you what happened in your childhood? Why aren't they asking you about every virus that's ever attacked you? Why aren't they asking if, you know, you get thrush regularly or ringing in your ears? Why? Because they don't have time. Yeah, I think it's it's crazy. I don't know. Um, obviously, it's different here in America, but I'm sure, like, everyone hears about, like, healthcare here is just very expensive unless you have a really good you know, company that pays for your health care. But I've always thought how crazy it was, how much money you spend, but you really only see your doctor for like five minutes. And then um, the symptoms that you have may be like cured, you know, temporarily, but doesn't get to the root cause. Exactly right. And here in Australia, our Medicare system's a little bit different, though it's going very much US style now. But the government picks up the tab and you pay for that in your taxes. Now it's changing to what we call bulk billing where you actually have to pay and then the government will pay you a little bit of it back. Um, so very different to the US healthcare system, but insurance is becoming a forefront here. And we will be in the same situation as you guys of the people with the most money get some answers. And that's not fair because no matter what your socioeconomic level is, you deserve health. So, I mean, why do you think that is? Do you think traditional medicine is just more focused on money and that's why they're not, you know, focusing on root cause or, you know, people aren't really getting the answers that they need? Look, without getting us in trouble on this podcast, I'll just simplify it to the fact that there's a couple of very big, powerful companies out there called pharmaceutical companies, and they make a lot of money off a lot of people. And unfortunately, doctors work for them. They don't work for you. They work for them. And that is why you get prescribed medicines more than you get prescribed go and sit in the sunshine, put your feet in the dirt, and drink some water. Yeah. And so for your company um i don't know if it, i don't know if it's called a company or a practice whatever the appropriate term is um 
So what are the services that you provide? Okay, well, the first thing is that intake form that I mentioned. So we actually have a complimentary call called the Root Cause Analysis. And you can book that on our website on the services page. And that sends you that form straight away. So you can sit there and write your health thesis, as someone called it last week, which I thought was terrifically hilarious, and uh, but appropriate. And so you can fill out your intake form and then that gets sent back to the practitioners. They then jump onto a Zoom call or a phone call, depending on where you are in the world, and you get some answers straight away. So you haven't even started paying us for anything yet and you've got some answers. Now you can walk away with the answers or you can go, hey, I really want to address this and stop being a customer but start being a health guru of my own. So we can work with you in that. Now all our packages, all our services are actually rolled into our packages now. So we used to treat everything differently. If you came in for lymphatic drainage in clinic, then that's what you got. We've closed our clinics to be 100% remote. So all of our counselling, all of our holistic natural health care, all of our uh, education, everything is rolled into your package. So we work with you remotely wherever you are in the world to get to those root causes. So that's basically how we work with you. But we do do a couple of other things. And that is that I'm an instructor of other healthcare practitioners, so they can get in touch with me and I can teach them about the PNEI of trauma. And we also are an affiliate with innateimmunity.com. So the fellow that founded that, Dr. Stuart Gillespie, is my mentor. Uh, and so we've always got our knowledge updating. And if you're a practitioner or even if you're a client, you want to learn more about how the body works, we can get you in touch with the networks that can do that. And so do your practitioners have to go through medical, like the same type of medical school education as, you know, traditional um, general practitioners, or is there like something completely different that they go through? You know, definitely not. Um, they don't have to do traditional medical school because what we know is that over several years in traditional medical learning situations, you have very limited time to learn what you need to learn. So very limited time on nutrition, on the body systems. It's not their fault. There's just a lot to cram in. So all of our practitioners have had or still have health concerns that they're working on. And so they don't just talk the talk, but they walk the walk every single day. And they have done study in functional medicine and function, functional health. They will have other um, branches that they focus on. And so the people that you're speaking to at Holistic Natural Health Australia have been where you are. They have not only the empathy for your situation, the understanding of how tough things can seem. And that's where the counselling comes in. You know, they will tell you, hey, this is not a linear journey. But we're here. If when you hit the peaks and when you hit the troughs, we're here for you. So do you also work on like mental health issues as well? Yes, to an extent. So many mental health issues originate in the gut or the brain. 
And so we treat gut and brain health as well as advanced immunology and things like that. These are all factors in mental health conditions. Having said that, we will work with your current specialists, your current doctors. We will give you, you know, a whole list of questions that you need to ask them, answers that you need to seek from them. We won't take you off medications that you're already on because that's your doctor's job to do that. But we will educate you on what the medications may be doing, what maybe the side effects are, and we'll mitigate most of that as much as we can. So would it be appropriate to say that you're kind of like a guide to help them advocate for themselves in traditional, the traditional medical field? Definitely, definitely. We have a, a new client, for example. She's actually not a client because we can't work with her at the moment. But she's on two medications that, to use a medical term, contraindicate each other, which means they go against each other. And they're actually doing the opposite of each other. Now, when I got her intake form back, I told her about these medications. I used the medical publications that told me the answers. And I said, you need to go back to your specialist and ask, why am I on both of these when they do the opposite of each other? They actually stop each other from working. I said, I can't take you on as a client at the moment, but you need to ask these questions. And she still emails me when she sees her specialist and says, what do I need to ask now? She hasn't paid me anything and I haven't asked her for anything in payment because her specialist put her on the medications, which caused basically a storm of symptoms coming up. And so her specialist needs to fix that. But yes, she has me in her corner so she can advocate for herself. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Like, because not a lot of people know what to say or even ask their doctor. They just, they know what's, you know, something's wrong, something's off, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to talk to my doctor about when um, something's going on. I just know something's off. Yeah, well, that's it. You've got to listen to your body. And unfortunately, look, I am going to generalize here. I'm sorry, doctors out there who may be listening, but unfortunately, most doctors do not it's not that they don't but they they can't put the time into what you're dealing with like I said they've only got five minutes to see you they just can't so relying on them to give you all the answers probably isn't the best course of action relying on them when you need them in an acute response definitely I mean if I break a bone and it's sticking out my leg. I want a doctor to fix it. But if I've got the sniffles and a headache and fatigue and I know something else is going on in my body, I want someone like me to help fix that. Yeah, I was um, just talking to somebody else recently about my husband because he, well, he thought he broke his finger. And so I told him to go see the doctor because it's like swelling, doesn't look right. And the first doctor he saw wasn't an orthopedic, was just a general practitioner. And she told him like, yes, your finger's broken. You need to put it on a splint. Um, here's some Motrin, like go home, elevate it and leave it in the splint. And then someone, uh, an actual orthopedic reviewed the x-ray and she was like, no, that first doctor is completely wrong. 
You shouldn't have put it in a splint. You need to like exercise it. It's not broken. And now that like he's got a better uh, diagnosis, I guess, like if it feels better, he can actually move it now. And that's scary because if we would have just went with the first opinion, then I don't know, his finger would probably still be stuck in the, the position. Exactly. Look, we see this a lot. You know, the, the doctor jumps in and says, we'll do this but they're not looking for the reasoning behind it. You know, maybe they should have just said, hey, look, it may be broken, but let's wait a few days. In the meantime, why don't you eat this because it's anti-inflammatory or why don't you drink this and we'll see if the swelling goes down and if it's just a soft tissue damage or a ligament damage. But they don't have time for this and they don't make enough money if they send you home to wait and see what's happening or if they send you to a physiotherapist, they don't make money from that referral. So here's where the rub really is. Yeah, and I don't know how it is there right now, but um, specifically I guess where I am, there's there's a shortage of people in the medical field. A lot of people, especially during the pandemic um, after vaccines got mandated, a lot of people had to leave the medical field. And so now there's a shortage. And I have a cousin who works in a hospital and she's saying like, yeah, yeah, now doctors are doing things that like medical assistants do or nurses might do because there is a shortage. So not only did they not have time before, but now they have even less time, which is kind of a scary thought. It is. It is. And Okay, so doctors and nurses and everyone, well, nurses do a lot more study in their chosen field, but doctors in particular didn't have time before. They have less time now. Having said they didn't have time before, if someone that is short of time, someone that has to cram so much into only a few years, if they turn around and say this medication that's come out now is not safe for me to put in my body and they walk off their job that they've put years into studying for, that's got to tell you something. So I just find that incredible. Same here, there's job shortages everywhere because a lot of people did not take this medication, this experimental medication, and, you know, they chose to tighten their belts, maybe forego a lot of things, so that they didn't put this into their bodies. Now, if medical professionals are saying that, that's got to raise some alarms. Yeah, it's a a weird time right now, (laughs) for sure. But I've always been fascinated with medicine and how it works because I, my dad, before he died, was on 18 different pills. And the day that he died, they found out he didn't take like one or two and that are that was just catastrophic, and it's just just one or two pills he just missed it, and that that was it. You know, like that that was really what was keeping him alive. And you've got to look at why were those pills keeping him alive? And you know, this takes us back to what medications do. They shut down certain pathways in the body. Okay, so they stop those areas of your body doing their natural job. Let's take an antihistamine, for example. Okay, very common medication, over-the-counter medication, you don't need a script. 
It's supposed to stop you reacting to certain foods and certain drinks and certain things. Histamine is a natural response in the body. You can have a histamine excess, but that's telling you something else is going on. It is not the problem. It is the symptom. Okay, so if you drink red wine, for example, and you get a red, red hot, flushed face, it feels like you could cook an egg on your forehead, that's a massive histamine response. Now, if you take an antihistamine, that'll go away. But if you take the antihistamine, you won't know that red histamine response could possibly be your liver crying out saying, I can't clear toxins. Help me, help me. So do you want to just get rid of the red hot face or do you want to know that your liver, one of your most vital of organs, has to get some help? So this is where we go wrong when we take medications to cover up symptomology and that is we're not listening to what's going on. Now, the antihistamine takes the histamine response away, but that histamine response is there for a reason. So take that away. Something much worse is going to happen. Yeah, it's kind of just like masking the symptoms, but it's not curing the root cause. Exactly, but it's also shutting down natural functions that your body needs to do. So let's say you have, you know, just the common cold, uh, do you suggest people take like Tylenol or NyQuil or anything? Or No. What I suggest people take is a cup of tea with no milk, just some herbal tea, lots of rest, and actually get out in the sunshine because raising your vitamin D levels will help you. You know, eat some vitamin C-rich foods. Really treat your body well. And if you can't do any of that, then just curl up in a ball in bed and rest because it's only with you for a couple of days and your innate immune system actually has to fight it for you. Taking the Tylenol or whatever, we used to have codril and things like that here. I don't know if you have that there. It's just masking the symptom. And guess what? Your body actually has to do this. The common cold, for example, is a great way to get rubbish out of your system. So you get all snotty and full up in the head and guess what? That needs to be out, not in. So take your time and go through it. Yeah, I think I learned, um, I took a nutrition class in college and I remember my professor telling us that she doesn't tell people to take anything because she said it most likely will just prolong your sickness because you're not letting your body take out all of these toxins. And I thought that was so interesting because growing up, I just, you know, my parents just always had us take NyQuil or take Tylenol cold or, you know, whatever cold medicine there is, Robitussin. Um, and so I'd never thought of just like, just sit it out because your body's doing its job. Totally. So you get a cold, you make some freshly squeezed orange juice, you have your herbal tea, you stick Netflix on and you sit on the couch for a bit and ride it out and make sure you get sunshine in between, you know, shows or whatever it is that you're doing and let your body go through it. Yeah. So I did hear you mention PNEI. PN, is that what it is? Uh, what is that exactly? So it's a psychoneuroendoimmunology of trauma. 
And basically it links four main body systems together. So psycho is part of your brain. That's a limbic center in your brain. The N is your nervous system or the neural pathways. The E is the endocrine system or your hormones. And the I, of course, is your immune system. And they all link together. So if you ignore one, it flows on to the next, which flows on to the next, which flows on to the immune system, and you're going to have a reaction. So what this might look like is, say, as an introvert, you're asked to give a talk, okay? You're asked to give a talk at work. And that's the worst thing you want to do is be in front of 20 people at work and have to talk to them. So you find something either in your past or currently and you make it mean something. You attach in an emotion. So the P is a psycho. That might tell you you are deathly afraid of speaking in front of people because you're an introvert, right? So that thought process is there. You might start to um, get random nerve pain. Oh, yeah, I've got a sore back. Therefore, I can't stand up in front of people because my back hurts, my knees hurt, whatever. I've got this shooting pain. I'm getting a headache. That's all your nervous system. So the P is the psycho. It said, hey, you don't feel safe in this situation. The N has said, wow, you don't feel safe. I'm going to try and stop you by sending out uh, nerve responses. Then the E comes up. It's getting closer to the day that you have to talk. You start getting hot flashes. You start getting, you know, an upset tummy, diarrhea, headaches. That's your endocrine system changing your hormonal pattern to keep you safe because the P and the N have already tried. And now the E jumps in. Now the I is your immune system. And it sees all of this going on and says, wow, you must be really unsafe having to give this talk. I know what I'll do. Now you can have laryngitis. So now you don't have to talk because you can't. Or you might get the flu or a cold, you know, some sort of sniffles. All to stop you from giving the talk because all these systems of the body said you are not safe. So that's how it kind of works. But that's an acute traumatic situation, so a rapid onset situation. This can happen from your childhood. So you might be... I don't know, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 20s, whatever it is, okay, today. And something that happened when you were three or four might trigger this system off because we know that we store trauma in all of the cells in our body. It doesn't just go away because we're not there anymore. And so the PNEI can jump in and, you know, I have people come to me in their 30s, 40s, 50s and they go, hey, this happened, I smelt this perfume or this this." cooking smell or something and I just disintegrated well that's because it's all linked back to a certain event so when someone comes to you with an issue that they have do you use this the PNEI um, to go over that with them yeah definitely so that intake that we spoke about this comes up in the intake so part of the intake is a timeline so it's a timeline from the moment you were born to now when you're filling out the form. And in that, any traumatic experience will be in there. Now, if you don't know what it is, you're not consciously aware of what it is, when I, for example, am asking you questions about the timeline, I'll see things that look like 
the PNEIs in place. So I'll ask you those questions. And so, yeah, we do get to that and we do involve the counselling side of that into our programs. Okay. That's interesting. I never heard of it before. So thank you for sharing that. That's a, that's a good way to think about, you know, your symptoms. Um, does it always start with your psyche? Like, does it go in that order specifically every time? It does. Sometimes it involves other systems of the body, but they're the most common ones when it comes to trauma. Uh, it starts with the P because right under the limbic center in your brain is your reptilian brain. It's called the hind brain. It sits right above the brain stem. And that reptilian brain scans everything every second for danger. So say you're walking into a room with a bookshelf. Immediately as you walk in the door of the room, your reptilian brain's working out, is the door falling off the hinges to collapse onto you? Are the bookshelves going to fall on you? Is someone hiding behind the bookshelves to jump out at you? Is the floor stable in that room? Like this all goes on without you having a clue that it's happening. It can even be, you know, the moment you get out of bed. Your reptilian brain says, is the floor there for you to put your feet on? Is the window still intact? No one's broken in while you were asleep? Like it does this all the time and it kicks that information up to the limbic centre of the brain. So that's why we always start with the P because you can make anything mean anything and might not be a conscious thought, might be a subconscious thought. And that's really important to have a look at. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Never really thought about that. I guess people don't typically think about, you know, what's their reptilian brain thinking. Well, half the time we don't even know what the reptilian brain is or does. So, you know, let's just say it keeps you alive. And in fact, your whole body wants to do exactly that, keep you alive. So, you know, we really need to understand that our bodies want to do this and work with them rather than against them. Yeah, that makes sense. So I did also want to talk to you about your podcast, A Magical Life. So do you talk about your the holistic, uh, your, your practice as well in there? Or is there like other, like what are the main subjects I guess you talk about, I should ask? Well, health, wealth and weight loss are what we talk about. We, look, we cover everything. So um, yes, we talk about the practice in there a little bit. Most of the time we have guests on. And we get their take on health, wealth and weight loss. So you're not just hearing from us all the time. Uh, we have guests from around the world joining us and everyone gives us different answers to the questions that we ask. So that's always exciting. Uh, we give a lot of freebies away on there. So every guest has to prove Let me say that again. Every guest has to produce a freebie for the listeners because I don't know about you, but I love free stuff. <laughs> yeah what's a freebie yeah like a freebie is you know it might be um an ebook or it might be a free coaching call or it might be a meditation online or you know it really varies depending on the guest but we do answer listener questions there too so we have a facebook page a magical life podcast and there you can send us a message or you can comment on one of the previous posts and say, hey, listen, I would love you to answer this question. And so we do do a few segments called listener question. 
Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, I did listen to a couple of your episodes. Uh, I was really interested in your, I think it's a body dysmorphia. I forgot who the guest was though. And I thought it was interesting because that's something that everybody kind of deals with. But what is, I guess, what is your favorite subject that you talk about? Oh, wow. I I don't think I've got a favorite. That's like saying, do you have a favorite child? (laughs) And look, we all secretly do, but we're not going to come out and say it. Uh, My favorite subject to date would have to be, look, I love the body dysmorphia subject because I have that myself. Um, But I, I really do love talking about habits as well. So changing our habits, not so much breaking habits because broken things aren't nice, but uh, changing our habits. And probably one of my most favourite episodes was where I spoke about a morning routine and the importance of that because I think that's a great habit to instill. Yeah, I think so too. I'm trying to create one still, (laughs) figure out what works. It's just it's hard because... I can be kind of lazy. <laughs> I want to sleep in. Well, so do I. So, you know, part of my morning routine is to sit in the sauna and that's my reading time. I take a book in there and sometimes I have a snooze and, you know, that's okay. I'm doing two things at once. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so what what is your morning routine, if you don't mind sharing, you know, other than the sauna? Yeah. So my morning routine is I get up when the sun gets up, always, and I go for a walk straight away. So I have uh, a liter of structured water and then I go for a walk and I get the early morning sun. So that helps my gut bacteria make melatonin for the next night so I can sleep well. And when I come back from my morning walk, sometimes it's 20 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, just depends on how much time I have. Uh, I go into the sauna for between 30 minutes and 50 minutes and I have it on super hot because I love being hot and I read my book or I have a little snooze, just depends. And uh, then I jump in the shower and straight after the shower, I'm ready to start work, like ready to get on with the day. And no one else in my family is up at that stage. So that's really good. I have, you know, the whole place to myself, which is great. Yeah. I think that's what I love about the morning because I was telling my cousin that I think I'm a morning and night person because those are like the two times people are usually asleep or, you know, doing something. So it's, it's a great time for introverts because everyone's awake during the afternoon and during the afternoon, I'd rather just take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's quite common amongst introverts. uh, Definitely. But yeah, my morning routine, no one else is up. So I get to do everything in peace and quiet. Yeah. It's like your little alone time. I think that's my favorite part of getting up when I actually do get up in time is going for my walk with my dog because it's really just time for me to focus or listen to a podcast or something. That's the best podcast time, isn't it, when you're out walking? Yeah, because it, it helps you too when you are listening to a podcast while you're walking. It doesn't feel like exercise, you know, and I feel like I could walk forever if I'm listening to something really good. Totally. It makes the time go faster. And so, you know, that's a great opportunity to multi-skill during that time because you're learning from a podcast or you're entertaining yourself or something 
walk does seem to go faster, but you're out walking. So win-win. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like I I have your podcast pinned because, you know, I really am interested in holistic health just because just bad experiences, I guess I've had with the medical field and not really getting the answers I want or, or taking too long to get the answers that I want or need really not want. And so this is like really interesting. I'm glad we're talking about it and sharing it with people. Thank you. So am I. And do you know what? That's what Holistic Natural Health Australia is all about. We want you to have the answers and we want you to have them as quickly as we can get them to you. Yeah. So the form, the intake form is free. So when do you actually start charging people? So once we've been through the findings on the intake form, sometimes we'll say, listen, we're not a right fit right now, but certainly keep in touch. And sometimes we'll say, hey, we think we can work with you. We have three package sizes and you'll be offered one of those. So depending on what we see on your form, we'll tailor the package size for you. Uh, We're not going to sell you a 25 session if it's something quite simple and you only need eight sessions. We're just not going to do that. It's all about being sustainable and ethical with your health. So we do have the three package sizes. Like I said, everything is in all of those packages just to a different size of consults. So, yeah, that's when you can start working with us if we find that we're a good fit both for you and for us. Okay. And so I know a lot of people, you know, we talked about this earlier, you know, health insurance is expensive. If you don't live in certain areas that where the government does pay for your health insurance, it can be a little pricey. And so, like, do you help people out with that, you know, maybe on the lower socioeconomic level? Well, we don't deal with health insurance at all. So, you know, we do require you to pay the packages. But, yes, if you are struggling, well, it's probably important to note that our packages are quite heavily discounted as it is. Uh, because we're not asking you to pay per consult. We've rolled it into a package to save you money because we want people to get well and healthy. So we're taking cost away as much as we possibly can. Having said that, we do after pay, we have, you know, different payment schemes that we can work out with you. And no matter where you are in the world, you can use these packages. Okay, so you have clients all over the world. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think you mentioned that earlier. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but that's great. Um, that's kind of the, the perks of going virtual, right? Totally. And and that's been the greatest thing for our business is actually enclosing our clinic rooms here in Australia so that we could focus on more remote practice. So do you plan on opening up again at all? Nope. nope. Nope, we won't be reopening our clinic rooms. It was too expensive for us and for the clients. A lot of travel time involved for the practitioners, a lot of travel time involved for the clients. And what we found was especially introverted clients would come in and didn't feel like they could tell us everything that they needed to tell us, whereas remotely they can send us an email and they can go, hey, I forgot to tell you this. It takes that stigma away from talking to your practitioner. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And sometimes it's hard to portray your thoughts verbally. So I think, you know, emails can be really helpful in that. Definitely. So we are at like 46 minutes. I want to make sure like 
uh, a give you a platform to talk about anything else. Is there any last minute things you want to talk about? Any like make, that you want to share with the audience? Well, really just that your health needs to be sustainable and ethical. So if you are relying on medications, synthetic medications, that's not sustainable. It's also not ethical for your body. If you're relying on, you know, plenty of doctors to tell you everything, well, that's also not sustainable because it's going to cost you a lot of money. And ethically, are they there for you? Some are. I'm not making a blanket statement here. But we are your sustainable ethical healthcare choice and we're there for you. Now, you know, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with, we will either handle it ourselves or refer you to one of our trusted network of practitioners. And, you know, we all have different niches. So, you know, this doesn't leave men or women or children or anyone out of the healing realm because we will send you to the right practitioner. So I guess that's probably pretty important to know. And I think that's really awesome that you're doing that. And yeah, that's actually one of my questions is, you know, when someone is, or I guess, do you diagnose people? Yeah, we do. We do diagnose, but we diagnose by what the intake is telling us. So, you know, people come to us, come to us with all sorts of labels and diagnoses they're just names for a collection of symptoms we don't treat the symptoms we treat the root cause we treat the systems of the body so it really doesn't matter what your label or diagnosis is for us the root cause is what matters okay and if you do figure out a root cause that may require like a specialist you said you have like a list of pe- or a list of practitioners. How did you come up with that list? A lot of extensive research, and depending on where you are in the world, um, we have functional health solutions practitioners around the world, and you know they might know of say an endocrinologist that you may need to see. So we'll do that legwork for you, and we'll ask people that we trust and that we know and that do the same thing as us or similar. We'll ask them what they think the best referral for you is. So you're never alone, you know, looking through the phone book trying to find the next person that you need to work with. Okay, great. Yeah, I forgot I wanted to ask that because, you know, it is great to have that person to talk to you who can help you, like, you know, ask the right questions. But, you know, people are still nervous about who they can trust and who can they go to. And so I think that's awesome that you guys help them out with that and that you guys are expanding to other parts of the of the country, the world, the world. <laughs> totally. Okay. So, <clears throat> sorry, I <laughs> need to drink more water. I've, I've been in meetings all day. So I'm just like talking nonstop. So my voice gets very raspy. I don't know. Maybe that's something I need to look into. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Do you want to share like where people can find you? Sure. So people can find everything that we do on our website, which is holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. Now that's holistic with a W in front of it because we treat with holism. So holistic, the W, naturalhealth.com.au. Now there on our services page, you'll see a book now button that will take you to our booking system. 
It's the root cause analysis that you want to book first. That's your freebie. That's your complimentary session with us. That's that huge intake form. Now, other things that you'll find are, of course, links to all of our socials. So we're on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find our blog there, which gets updated quite frequently. You'll find any media appearances that might be there. And you'll learn more about what it is that we do and why. Now, there's a contact us form there as well. So if you can't find what you're looking for, send through an email and we'll get onto it pretty quickly. And also our podcast is linked on there. Awesome. Thank you. And I'll make sure to put your website in the show notes and I'll tag you in any posts on Instagram. So hopefully listeners can just, you know, click on that and they'll be on their way. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this and all your knowledge. And now I have a better understanding and hopefully other people have a better understanding of what holistic health is because I honestly didn't really understand it was. And I've heard people call it like, you know, like hippie stuff. So (laughs) it's good to know that it's not just like some mumbo jumbo that it actually serves a purpose. It's very scientifically based and it's not just hippie stuff. (laughs) All right, Magic. Well, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I really appreciate this and I'm really glad we got to chat. Thank you so much for having me and thank you to your listeners. Thanks for making it to the end. If you enjoy what you hear and want to stay up to date on the show, please follow me on Facebook and or on Instagram. You can also check out my website at thetalkativeintrovertpodcast.com. All the information will be on there as well as in the show notes. If you want to help support the show, please review and rate the podcast and share it with your friends and family. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.